Hey there, boys and girls. It's a Brant's Rants edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brant. I'm your host, Andrew Brant. We're ably produced by one Brian Neal, musical producer. That music you hear is by my son, L.A. music producer, Sam Brant. He goes by the name of Boy Blue Tunes, if you check him out. I'm going to rant tonight about a couple topics. Two quarterbacks in the NFL that have gotten tremendous attention in recent weeks and months. Lamar Jackson and, of course, my old friend Aaron Rodgers. And I also want to have a new basketball rant as word came out today from Adrian Wojnarowski that one Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers will never, according to him and his agent, be part of that organization again. We'll see about that. I will rant about that. All these rants are coming up in a moment. First, a word from our sponsor. You know who it is. It's DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're just going to kick off another week. All new customers, a dollar on any game, you get $150 in free bets. Listen, they're easy, secure. It's what I use for my betting in sports. It's DraftKings. Safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS, R-O-S-S, receive $150 free bets. Instantly, when you place $1 bet on any game, that's promo code Ross, get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. My first rant tonight uh, in talking about the NFL is the star of the scintillating broadcast on Sunday night football in week two of the NFL, one Lamar Jackson. He is a unique player. He has differentiated skills from any player at that position, maybe ever. I know, I know, I'm not one to get into hyperbole, but when I think about quarterbacks that have an ability to run, you naturally go to Randall Cunningham way back in the day, Steve Young, and of course, Michael Vick. Well, this guy's better. You know, this guy is a better running quarterback than any of those, maybe the best in history. And here's the thing. He has limited passing abilities compared to the elite passers. But I don't think people would disagree with me on this. He is an elite quarterback. Okay, let's say it again. He does not have elite passing skills and he plays quarterback, but he is an elite quarterback because he has these unique and differentiated qualities that no other quarterback in the history, a hundred year history of the sport has ever had. We haven't seen a player like Lamar Jackson. Now I know everyone can come in with the the tisks about Lamar Jackson. Well, he's this, he's that. They haven't won in the playoffs. That'll never last. He'll get hurt. He's exposing his body to too many hits. It's gonna be a problem for him. Yeah, okay but he hasn't had the debilitating injury. He's playing as well as he has. And the game Sunday night against Patrick Mahomes considered the best young quarterback in the NFL. He went toe to toe and he's not a passer. Okay. That's what's so amazing. People just don't appreciate what we're seeing in Lamar Jackson. He's not a passing quarterback yet. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he went toe-to-toe with Lamar, with Patrick Mahomes, and they won. Now, I know it's a team game. I say that all the time. But when we lavish praise so much 
on Patrick Mahomes, on Tom Brady, on these quarterbacks, sometimes I don't feel it doesn't go to Lamar Jackson. This guy is really special with what his ability to do and gain yards at just an enormous clip on the ground. I know it's made, people say it's not going to be sustainable and they haven't won the big playoff games, but they're in the playoff games. How many quarterbacks are even in the playoff games all the time? A handful. And he's one of that handful. Here's what I want to talk about Lamar Jackson, not so much the on-field, which I just talked about, but off-field. He is negotiating his contract by all reports without an agent. Now, he did it with his rookie contract. There's limited risk in that because the CBA pre-negotiates the terms of the contract. I've talked about the fact that three of the star quarterbacks from the 2018 draft only one got an extension this offseason, Josh Allen of the Bills. Baker Mayfield has not. Lamar Jackson has not. What makes Lamar so interesting is that he's doing it without an agent. Now, a lot of people say he should have an agent. He's too invested. If he's saying he's too busy with football to do this, he should hire an agent. Why isn't he hiring an agent? You need a professional. I just said with the rookie contract, there's less risk. There's much more risk with a $100 million contract than a $10 million contract. All the case, all true. But here's the thing. In, other, in my mind, some of this, there's more risk on the Ravens than on Lamar Jackson with Lamar not having an agent. I'll say it again. In terms of the risk allocation on who's got more risk by Lamar negotiating his contract without an agent, I'm going to say it's the Ravens. And I know that's counterintuitive, but I speak from experience. And my experience is, is when you are a team and do a lopsided or even slightly unfair contract, well, depending on the level of player, it can come back to haunt you. And the greater the magnitude of player, the greater it will, not can, will come back to haunt you. My point is the Ravens have every incentive to do a fair deal maybe even more than fair deal with Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson, because he doesn't have an agent, gets a contract that's less than market value, and we can talk about what that is in a minute, that is going to haunt the Ravens, right? We know every player of Lamar's caliber, is whether they have an agent or not, is going to hear from what I call whisper crews. And the whisper crews are out there in full force. They will tell Lamar Jackson, hey, Ravens got over on you. Hey, you should be making more. This happens all the time with players with agents by other people and also by agents that are not their agents to get them to fire their agents. This happens all the time. Like, look what your guy did for you. I can do so much better. It happens. Now, Lamar is doing it on his own. I think he's got help. He's got experts. He's got his mother. He's got the union. He may have lawyers involved. But the Ravens cannot do a contract with Lamar Jackson that is less than market value. What is market value? Well, that's a little complicated right now because Mahomes and Josh Allen did these long-term deals. Mahomes, we know. I've, I've gone through that contract a lot. I think it's extremely team-friendly for the Chiefs. I don't know how the Chiefs live with themselves with that contract. And of course, Josh Allen just did one, a six-year extension, two remaining years, so it's an eight-year deal. That's a long time. The best contract for a young player is Dak Prescott, $160 million for four years, 
and he'll be a free agent at age 29, that is a big time contract. If I'm Lamar Jackson, that's what I want to get another bite at the apple. And the Ravens probably, I'm thinking, don't want that. So maybe that's the rub. But if we're not seeing a contract done, I don't know what the reason is. Same with the, the Browns and Baker Mayfield. But the point about Lamar doing it on his own, that's a risk for the Ravens. And let me tell you some experience. I've talked about this before. When I was at the Packers, we're all in a fishbowl. We're in this unique position. Even though it was management, I got to know the players very well. We're all living together. It's such a small town. And some players said, hey, you're cool. And you're a former agent. I'll just do my contract with you. And I thought, this is cool. It's going to be a fun experience. Me and a player, no agent. Well, what happened was not good. Not good. Negotiations are raw. They're human. They're they're emotional. And I had to tell players to their face on the board, they're not as good as they think. To players, it's very simple. You know, pick a team, Detroit, Dallas, Denver, San Francisco. They paid player X this. I'm better than player X. Pay me more than player X. It's very simple. But me, I'm a nuanced negotiator and nuance with things like, well, of course, Player X is on a team with a journeyman quarterback. We're paying Brett Favre the highest in the league. Or Player X is a year away from free agency. You're three years away from free agency. You're two years away from free agency. You know, it was hard. And sometimes they're comparing themselves to players they're just not as good as. When it's the agent doing that, you can back off the agent. When it's the player doing that, that's hard. Bottom line is I... Those were not good experiences, negotiating directly with players. I lost friendships. My wife, my kids lost friendships with their wives and kids. It's hard. So I feel for the Ravens, if they're negotiating directly with Lamar Jackson, you can't screw that up. And by screwing up, I mean doing anything cross with that negotiation. Now, Contract structure and language is probably the same as it's always been for all Ravens players. Lamar may have to accept that. He maybe accepted that contract structure and language that was in the rookie contract. We'll see what other star players on the Ravens have gotten in the past. You can look at all that. But the money, they better not screw with that. You know, because again, if I'm Lamar, I don't want one of these eight, 10 year deals like Allen or um, Mahomes, but we'll see. We'll see. My point is, the Ravens can't mess around with this. And maybe they don't do a deal. And maybe Mayfield doesn't do a deal. And if I'm a team, that's probably what I want. You know, if I'm a player, yeah, based on Prescott, you know, who cares? Because you usually sign early because of risk of injury. But Prescott's exhibit A for all that now. Prescott is like got the deal of the century. You know, we're only 12 years into the century, 21. And he came off a gruesome injury a season ending gruesome injury. So lose me with all the talk about fear of injury. You better sign a contract. Now Lamar knows that. Now Baker knows that. Dak Prescott is a huge precedent for players. The money and the fact he came off an injury, huge. Okay, Ravens beware. People are saying Lamar beware. I'm saying Ravens beware of negotiating with the face of your franchise without an agent. I feel for you. Okay, next rant. 
my old friend, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> the drama just seems to get out of control. Uh, after week one, it just sort of, I just rolled my eyes the entire week. Yes, he played poorly. Yes, the team played poorly. Yes, they got blown out by the Saints in the opening game in Florida. Okay. But to pin it on lack of, you know, the drama of the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, come on. And to say he had this look <laughs> on the sideline like he didn't care. I mean, who, who analyzes looks? I mean, if Tom Brady's looking off into space or Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, I mean, come on. Aaron was missed a mini camp, right? Two day mini camp. That's all he missed. He was there through training camp. Of course, he didn't play in preseason, but no one plays in preseason. I mean, again, look at Seattle. Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams didn't really practice. They were holding in. Do people talk about that affecting the fact they lost to uh, Tennessee this week? I haven't heard that. TJ Watt, you know, didn't practice during training camp until he got his contract at the end. Anyone talk about that? They lost this week. Did I hear anything about that? Is that why he got hurt? But somehow they pin it on Aaron Rodgers. Listen, I know I'm biased, and I know he brings a lot of it on himself. I get it. You know, the man bun, I get the zen. I'm a zen guy, so I don't, you know, I get it. But come on. Do people really think on a Sunday in Jacksonville, on 3rd and 10, the issue of uh, bringing a drama into the offseason? And there was no drama. The drama was media-made. I tried to tell you, I tried to tell the world through whatever platform I have on Twitter, on here, in my columns, there was no drama. He was going to be there and he was there. So when people talk about off-season drama with Aaron Rodgers, what was the drama? Aaron never said a thing. Yeah, he missed through a two-day minicamp. Okay, he showed up on time to training camp. Drama was media creation. So these media networks could have something to talk about for three months. Okay. So that's what I just don't get. Number one, there's nothing going on in a game on third and 10 or fourth and three or second and 12 or an interception where somehow you can peg it on something that happened in May or June. Come on. People are smarter than that. And, and the drama was media made. There was no drama. The drama is people creating drama. Where was the drama with Aaron Rodgers? Where was the drama? That ESPN had a report on draft day? That's the drama? Without a word from Rodgers or his agents? Okay, enough on that. <laughs> you see my rants on Aaron. I just don't get it. I'm biased. I know I was there when drafted him. I lived with him for three years, got to know him really well. I don't say live with him, live with him. I mean, live down the road from him for three years. He came over, babysat my kids one night. Anyway, that's my rant on one Aaron Rodgers. I got one more rant on NBA as they start their season. I'm always interested in the business of the NBA superstars. First, a word from AutoZone. You know, if you're looking for more stopping power from your brakes, just go with Duralast Elite Brake Pads. They're the ones to go with, and they're exclusively at AutoZone. Duralast parts are proven tough. They're three times longer than a typical Duralast pad. That's good news, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop-and-go traffic or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car. They've got this fancy protective hex pattern 
protects your pad and rotor from excessive wear, keeps them performing longer. You'll have safer, smoother, and quieter stops, and you won't have to constantly worry about them grinding down. Since AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide and more ways to shop online and in-store, you'll have no problem picking up a set when you need them most. So get high-end brake performance with low-end environmental concern. That's pretty cool. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads, and they are only at AutoZone. Okay, my final rant of the Brands Rants podcast is about Ben Simmons to the Sixers. We've been Sixers fans in my family for a while. We moved to Philadelphia after I left Green Bay, where my wife is from. And, you know, it's interesting because my boys became big Sixers fans. And I remember a couple of years ago, they said, Dad, Ben Simmons signed five years. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. The fact he signed in this superstar world, I just still didn't know. There was something about Ben Simmons. I'm like, I don't know. You know, Joel Embiid is the chosen one in Philadelphia. Ben Simmons, eh, just too much negativity maybe in the media and, and Philadelphia that I just felt like, I don't know. So you can say, well, why'd he sign? Well, why not? Get the $180 million and then have a problem. That's what seems to be happening. Now reports are Ben Simmons, and this has kind of been brewing for a long time, but as NBA training camps report next week, Ben Simmons is not going to show. According to ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski is tied in as anyone. No way in hell he's ever going to play in Philadelphia again. Now, when you hear that in the NFL, as I said all offseason, when you hear it reports, not from the players, but reports about Deshaun Watson about Aaron Rodgers for a while, about Russell Wilson. I just roll my eyes. Of course they'll play. It's the NFL. They have no leverage. NBA is different. You know, these superstars control the league, and they have such dominance. And if they want out, they want out. So in the NBA, once they say that, you know, it's over. When Kyrie wants out of Cleveland, it's over. You know, when AD wants out of New Orleans, it's over. It's gone. When Harden wants out of Houston, it's over, out. And it's over because the leverage they have, because how important the players they are, and because what are you going to do? What are you going to do as management? They're not going to play for you. Yeah, you can talk about fines and all that. Now there's a report that Adam Silver may get involved. Adam Silver's not getting involved because he didn't get involved at Harden, and he didn't get involved in Anthony Davis, and he didn't get involved in Kyrie Irving. You know... It's not happening. So where are we? We are in a place where we never thought we'd be in sports, where there's 20 players in the NFL that run the league. And I say run the league more than the GMs, more than the owners, more than the owners. They don't have owners wealth. They have that power. And Ben Simmons, because of the clutch, whatever Rich Paul's relationship with the Sixers has soured for some reason for a long time. I don't know the reason, but they don't, he doesn't like the Sixers. Ben Simmons is going to be out. Now, Daryl Morey is not going to make a bad deal. He's a great GM. And he's, he's doing the right thing. Continue to ask for these ridiculous packages from other teams. They're never going to do it. At some point, it's going to be a test of wills. You know, is he going to make a trade that's maybe not the best trade? But this is what happens. You know, these players, for whatever reason, they want out, and you're stuck. The most fortunate team in, in pro sports right now 
by a long shot to me is the Milwaukee Bucks. Because it seems, although you never know, it seems they have a player who is at the height of the league. He's an amazing, amazing talent and a great guy in Giannis. And more importantly than all that, it just seems he's never going to want to go. It, again, you never know. It just seems that Giannis is never going to want to leave Milwaukee. Now, all these players get max contracts. You can't pay them anymore. So you, don't, you can't pay them anymore. The only thing you do is try to keep them happy. But what if they wake up unhappy? That is my, if I were NBA management, I had one of these superstars. Gosh, I would just like, I couldn't imagine waking up. I mean, uh, uh, worrying about one of my superstar waking up in the morning and deciding, you know, I don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere else. I want to be in Miami. I want to be in LA. I want to be in Chicago. I want to be in New York. I want to be in Brooklyn. My God, that's no way to live a life. It reminds me of being an agent to Ricky Williams, who's the Heisman Trophy winner, going to be the fifth pick in the draft. And I would go to bed every night thinking, oh, my God, what if he wakes up and wants to be with a different agent? And it happened. He wanted to be with Master P. So that's what it's like. Sports is so tenuous with superstars. They run it. They run it. Ben Simmons will probably be someone else. I don't know when. There's no deadlines for action. I mean, is it is training camp a deadline? I don't know. If he doesn't show, he doesn't show. Who cares? It, you know, sometime before the season, maybe. But really, they have until, until uh, the trade deadline in February. But, you know, and they can fine and all that. But, you know, they're going to try to leverage their way out and probably have their preferred destination. Maybe it's Golden State, you know. So we'll see. And <laughs> This will get interesting, but I continue to be struck after the Harden situation a year ago. Here we are again with the guy that the Sixers almost traded for Harden named Ben Simmons. It will be fascinating. And I, I told my sons five, three years ago, the fact he signed a five-year deal with 180 million doesn't mean anything. He's out. He wants out. He's going to get out. It's just a matter of time. The Sixers aren't going to make him play for them because he won't. And, you know, people talk about he's bad, he's this, he's that. They're probably not going to get equal value. For as bad as people think he is and all that negativity, they're not going to get equal value. I mean, think about it. They're going to get these multiple number ones and a superstar. It's not going to happen. Okay. So that's my rant about Ben Simmons. And that's my rants for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. In a feisty mood tonight, coming to you from West Virginia where I'm hanging out. For a little while, doing some hiking, biking, loving the outdoors in this uh, as summer turns to fall down here. Anyway, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports. You know all my channels. The newsletter is one I'm really uh, focused on growing. So many of you are following me on the newsletter. You get it free every Sunday to your email box free. Sign up at andrew-brandt.com for my Sunday 7 newsletter. Andrew Brandt at Twitter. Andrew Brandt 2 at Instagram. I'm doing some Clubhouse stuff, the audio app on Wednesday mornings. Uh, that's at AB, I'm sorry, ADB719. And of course, Apple comments, podcast comments, rankings are truly appreciated. Give us a good ranking. Truly appreciate that. And then I'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brown. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.